Sharuk, welcome to Simulation. Hi, Atlas. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm so excited for our episode together. Me too. I'm very excited. I heard a lot of good things about your YouTube channel and your podcast, and I'm very excited to be here. <laughs> the show is a product of the guests. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you just sit there and listen. <laughs> so tell me about that, that, that. <laughs> or one of the other famous words. Will you unpack that for us? Yeah. <laughs> when I was in film school, like for documentaries, one of the main questions you'd ask someone is to phrase it like, tell me about the moment you felt blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you just like have to yep. phrase it all this time, like this way. And I was like, yeah, tell me your darkest, deepest secret. <laughs> yeah. It's actually a pretty good segue into what I want to talk about first. Mm. <laughs> yes. We'll get to the calling, which you guys can see in the ticker below. Shrook's calling is people realizing how powerful they are. And we'll get there by starting us off with, Shrook, tell us about your process of awakening. Ooh, you're starting strong. Okay. Um, it's interesting because I feel it was gradual, but at the same time, not like a massive shift. But at the same time, when I look back at everything I've done in my life, it was leading up to that moment. Um, but if we're going to talk, talk about like the main shift that happened, it was in 2020. So last year, uh, <laughs> the pandemic happened and I was living in New York at that time, New York City, and I was doing documentaries and podcast editing, and I'm just like starting off and like everything was going well, kind of, but not really, because I was like <laughs> hitting rock bottom emotionally um, of like everything. Like I was like, I can't, like this is too much. Everything is happening right now, like this race, everything that's going on. Like I, I don't wanna even leave my room. Um, and, but like, I got like some power and like, some like, okay, like, let's keep going. Everything is going to be fine. And then the pandemic happened and I was still living in New York, but then I like completely left and went to Wisconsin and I stayed with uh, my partner there. And, uh, I was like planning on just like going there for like two weeks and then going back to New York, like everything's fine. And I never left, <laughs> just stayed there. I didn't have any work. I didn't have anything. And I just started asking questions. <laughs> it like started with like very simple questions of like, okay, so what kind of documentaries do I want to make? Like, I really want to do documentaries. I'm very passionate about it. I'm very passionate about other people's stories and so on. But like, what kind of stories? And like, why am I even doing them? And I was like, wait, what kind of music do I like to listen to? Like, what's happening? Like, I don't even know my preferences. And I was like, wait, like everything I do is has been told to me by other people. And I don't even know, like, what is my style? Like, how do I want to express myself? and I realized that I don't know a lot about myself <laughs> and I was like getting really interesting um and like right before that uh, my roommate in New York introduced me to tarot 
and I was okay so I grew up Muslim and I like did my investigation and like everything about like people like with their belief systems and like just like believing in something or devoting their life to it without any logic involved so it, that was like a big red flag to me so like I dissected that and I was like okay like no that doesn't make any sense to me like if I'm gonna follow something I have to have logic behind it and I don't need a book to tell me to be kind to other human beings like it doesn't make any sense so I had a very strong stand on that. Like I never called myself an atheist or anything. I was like, okay, if there's a higher power, great. If there isn't, okay, like I don't care. Um, but then fast forward to 2019, my roommate in New York introduced me to tarot. And I was like, wait, like I am actually enjoying this. Like this is like helping me analyze things about my life and like so on. Uh, but it, there was always this thing in the back of my mind, like this is crazy. <laughs> Like you're turning crazy right now. <laughs> this is like what you used to like consider like, oh, like just like woo and crazy and we don't want to open that can of worms and like so on. And um but I was really enjoying it. So I just like kept going <laughs> with that and wasn't like thinking anything like big about it. And then when 20 um in 2019, also like a big moment that made a shift for me uh was my partner went to rehab for being like an alcoholic. And when she came back, like she started talking about like her process and everything and like how there is a higher power. And th that like stuck with me. I was like, wait, I trust this person. She's very analytical, like smart, intellectual, like very has, like she has a very good grasp on everything. If she thinks that there's a higher power, I'm giving myself a permission slip to like go and like dive deep in like the things that I want to dive deep into. So like when 2020 happened and I started asking these questions, I was like, okay, I really need to figure out what's going on because it's apparent that I don't know anything about anything. <laughs> and I'm just like autopiloting this entire time. So like, let's take a deep breath and figure it out. Um, and whenever like, I like looked into spirituality. I looked into like a lot of different topics. And one example was like, uh, I read an explanation of the Course of Miracles. And one big thing that was said was like, love is the main thing and fear is not true, it's fake. So I was like, okay, well, how do we dissect this? So I went to like scientific experiments that are looking at fear and how do we develop fear and then I realized that we just pick up fear and it doesn't have any actual thing to stand on that is just like if I see like it's like a program like if I see Atlas scared about something I get scared about it and now it's like engraved in my mindset that like now I'm getting scared of like this box that I shouldn't be scared about and I was like okay so like basically all the fears I have are irrational fears that they don't have anything to stand on so now I understand what they mean by love is what's real and fear is not what's like fear is fake and I was like so what does love mean is it like the romantic family friendship kind of love or is this like something even deeper and I looked into that and I was like wait love is 
looking at everyone as yourself, like realizing if you were in anyone's shoes, in anyone's anything, you would act exactly the same. So like, how can you, and like by judging anyone, you're basically judging yourself. And I was like, okay, so that is unconditional love. That if you see anyone doing anything that like, according to your beliefs of right or wrong, doesn't match, you still love them. You still care about them. You still see them, like see beyond the definitions and the labels of like what's wrong and what's right and like the fears and all of these stuff you'll be able to actually see that entity for like how perfect and amazing they are and you would have exactly done that same thing and that was like a huge huge shift and also then I started like looking into so who am I <laughs> I was like, okay, it's so like I have like all these thoughts and all these like programmed fears and like all of this stuff. So who am I with like all these things? And then I started like looking at experiments with memories of like, okay, so like if someone um, completely erased their memory, for example, they still exist. They still operate. They just don't have a reference. So like your memory is not actually who you are. You're very malleable and like, I am whatever story I tell myself. And then I start looking at the story I was telling myself and I was like, my God, like I'm telling myself a very shitty story. Like, <laughs> that is not cool. <laughs> like I started like even like journaling and writing like all the things I say to myself, all the things that I look at, like I say and like operate as, and I was like, this is not true. This is not even my thoughts. Like these are all stuff that I picked up along the way from like either people told me that or I perceived it that way. And for like, and I just believed it. And it felt, uh, it felt such freedom that I can be anything I wanna be. Like there's not a specific story that this is like Shrook who grew up in Egypt who did blah, 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 blah. And now this is how I act. It's like all like predictable. It was, it was just empty and there is no meaning to anything. And that was so liberating. I was like, wait, nothing. I always like struggled with decisions, like making decisions of like which path is the right path and what is like the right thing. And I was actually watching a movie that I watched so many times called Mr. Nobody. I love that movie. I watched it so many times. And the last time I watched it, there was this sentence which said, every path is the right path and will have as much meaning. And I was like, oh my God, that's so true because I am the one who gives meaning to things. Things don't have meaning. <laughs> All of this is just empty and meaningless and the situations are completely empty. I was like, it, that, was, that was a massive, massive thing because I felt like, okay, like this is just the playground or like just having fun. Um, and then my attention went to um, start asking the question of like, how was the universe created? I wanted to know that because like, okay, like with like spirituality, like they keep saying, and religions that they keep saying that you're a soul. And then I was like, okay, well, that does make sense. But what is this? Like, where, what is this body? Is this like a very advanced machine? that we're like in right now like but how are we in this like it just like things do not make sense <laughs> and i looked for answers and i was like but like it doesn't make sense like how am i even moving this what is this 
<laughs> and where am I in this? So I started like asking questions about that. And I started looking at like laws in, um, I don't want to say, I don't know if like science or like theory or any of this, but like, for example, like Pareto, Pareto's law and like several other laws of like that there are certain probabilities to things. There are certain like um, design for things. And like seeing the math like being formed and like how like always like end up being the same and like I was like wait there are there is a design to this like this it's very obvious and I just proved it <laughs> so what is this and I started asking these questions and I even remember saying it out loud several times to like my friends I was like I'm not gonna stop until I figure out how the universe was created it's I don't care about anything else right now. Um, and I, yeah, even like I told you this before, I just like was sitting on my porch and I opened TikTok and, um, I saw this like one video, it's just like popped up in front of me and it was suggestion for like three videos. One was the law of one, one was for Bentinho and one for like, I don't even know, it was like one, one ditch child or like whatever. So I was like, okay, like I'm going to check out these like things to see what are these videos and I had no clue what they were all about and the first video that I watched was about the law fun explaining how the universe was created and my like mind was blown I was like it's like innately knew that all of this was true that all of this like it just like resonated so much it was like it felt like I'm remembering it like not like studying it it was like, yeah, like I even like ran to my porch and like sat there and I was like, oh my God, it's a symphony. <laughs> it's such a beautiful symphony and we're all just playing parts in it. And we're like the orchestrator of it all. It was like such a beautiful moment. I was so excited. And I was like, I finally figured it out. <laughs> I know what we're doing and it matches up with everything I've been like contemplating on and researching and like even like using like my logical ability to deconstruct things and like be able to see through things that all made sense. It was the first time I was reading a book that was actually like, it's very comprehensive and it's very like in your face it's so true <laughs> like you can't hide it you can't like ignore it um and then like i took my time looking into that and reading the books and so on and then i i looked at the other video which was bentinu masara's teaching and um it was a video about like ur source and I was like, yes, makes sense. It's a lot. It's aligned with everything I've been like looking at with the law of one. And I even like wanted to like gauge the credibility of like, okay, I want to see his own explanation or like if he even has any work on the law of one because the law of one really resonated with me. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, great, he does. <laughs> Sweet, we're on the same page. Um, and it was it was just like everything was just mind blowing. Like everything changed so fast. Um, and like, even like with the Meritox podcast, when he's like deconstructing a lot of things and like, especially like the relationship episode, it was a confirmation for me. 
because it was okay like this is what i've been thinking about for years this is how i've been living my life like i don't see relationships as real or as like human like make them to be and when i saw his explanation of that i like knew like this was like aligned it was yeah it was like a confirmation and yeah i just took it and ran with it like i was like staying like eight to nine hours a day just like studying watching videos contemplating journaling about like everything i say to myself everything i think about like why do i do these things why everything i was just like because i got really excited when i started this journey when i realized that the only thing i need was myself i was like oh my god this is like my ex acceptance letter to Hogwarts. And the only thing I need is me. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I was really excited. I was like, okay, so like the only thing I need to do is just like keep working on myself. And that's it. And yeah, and then Ventinu um, started like the mentorship. And even before that, when I was like figuring out what manifestation was, because I remember all of these stuff were like very new to me, uh, what manifestation was, I wrote a letter to the universe, uh, like and addressed it in a past, like past term uh, language that thank you so much for the mentor that I got. And thank you so much for the family that I got. And that was in August, in December, and I, then I ran into like continuous teachings and the law of one in like September and like October and so on. And in December, Bentinu started the mentorship group. And I, of course, applied and I got in and yeah, here we are. And I met you. <laughs> That's it. I love Sharuk's story so much. I love how even in just like the last year, really, <clears throat> so much of the common theme with these dreamed creations is that in this third density upon self-awareness setting in, there's this very autopilot-y, matrix-y, scripted, like you said, is everything that I do a product of scripts that other people have indoctrinated me into? Do Have I ever willed anything? What do I even like? Yeah. Who, who am I? Like, what kind of music do I like? What kind of documentaries do I want to make? Like, that kind of, like, these very fundamental questions, like, am I literally just a product of, like, my parents and my society, my community, the media, or do I literally have sovereignty? Do I have choice? Do I have will? What do I want to create? Who do I want to become? What is in my North Star position? What is in my calling position? And so there's that, like Bentinho says, there's the unfreezing of will mm -hmm. and gaining of spiritual mass, and you clearly went through that same thing with me very much so in 2020 a lot of that and i love your i love your honing in on the synthesis of things like law of one with bentinho's teachings it really answers the fundamental question that you became so passionate about which i think that 
as Nisargadatta says, that the earnestness is key. So if you have that question of, I am not going to stop until I know how and why the universe was created. Mm -hmm. Because if you start with that question of, okay, the gig's up, like I'm done running 28 years of scripts, like I'm done, it's over. Like now I'm asking the questions, what the fuck is this reality about? <laughs> Who yeah. the fuck are we? Why are we here? The, the gig's up, it's done. Uh, and, then, and then when you get so passionate, like, so now there's the spectral differences, even if you ask the question, we could even say that maybe even 10% of the planet has asked themselves the question. Mm -hmm. But now the spectrum is I'm interested enough in that question to invest one hour per week into the question versus the literally I am going to wake up and study this question for eight hours per day up to 15 hours per day until I go to bed and do it for a year until I figure out how and why we are here. Yeah. And that's the other side of the spectrum of the people that even ask themselves the question. And so the more that you have earnestness on that side of the spectrum to figure out, okay, what is my true nature? What's going on here? That you will, the truth will yield. And when, yeah. the, tr when the truth yields, you are liberated and there's just nothing more freeing there's nothing more peaceful there's nothing that brings more happiness there's nothing that brings more love light unity to everything that you engage with because you know it's all that one intelligence at play with itself you're the very source of this infinite exploration you're what's comprehending this infinite exploration and so and like you said there's also a massive liberation from even the realization of the emptiness of it because then there's no attachment to any of it i'm not attached to the dream becoming enlightened mm -hmm. I, all this type of stuff and in any way it's a natural function as you know bentinho has been saying with the ignition of the global awakening that's why it's called the ignition because it's already a natural unfolding process and the no limit society is kind of like adding a little bit of that fuel like acceleration and and that's a beautiful shared exploration that we're going through right now you and i and mesh and so many others are going through this process together and it's very beautiful and it's an honor and that's why we gravitated to here because of things like what happened with Bentinho over the last decade, what's happened with the raw lineage and the law of one becoming more and more accessible and people from around the world becoming more and more excited about Mirror Talks podcast and Bentinho's Global Enlightenment Retreat. And the synthesis of basically self-realization, enlightenment, non-duality, with self-actualization, with individuation, with empowerment, because the two are ultimately one. And that seems to be one of the core essences of what's really drawing us here and being pure stewards, pure shepherds in a non-attached way. And I'm so 
pumped because your story is it's a quintessential example of what happens when you unfreeze your will and you ask yourself the most important questions and you dedicate yourself full time to the truth yielding. Yeah. Yeah. I believe empowerment is like taken all the way. It leads to enlightenment. Like the more you realize your power, the more you realize that like all of this is in you. Like it's not like someone is trying to tell you something like, like you, I can say things till tomorrow and you will never believe me. You need to have this spark in you of like, do I even know who I am? Like, it's like a very basic question. And I couldn't believe that I lived this entire time without asking that question of like, who am I? <laughs> what is this? And it's, yeah, it's like, it's a huge power. And it's, I am very happy that my, my journey was, uh, like took these turns and like took all of this because, and it's very aligned with my calling to realize that, yeah, I am very powerful and I built it from the scratch up and it's, and it's so much fun <laughs> because it like raises your conviction too. Like, it's not just like, I read these stuff and it resonates. I did all the research and like everything of like, realizing like yeah like no i know i got here by my own logic and conviction hand in hand and they go hand in hand yeah and now it's like becoming even even way more clear that i don't have even a shred of doubt of like i know i am here on earth like i know why i came i know what calling i answered when I decided to incarnate on earth of like, yeah, cool. It's like, we're doing this shift and I'm coming and it's gonna be so much fun. It's gonna be a hell for ride. And I don't even have like any like shred of doubt about that. And it's because I saw the vein and emptiness of the human ways. Like I've played it. I got really like I was living in New York City. Like let's just put that in mind. I was like very much in the game. And I tried every single thing. It like always did not make sense to me that it was like I would see people around me finding what they want to study or what they want to be. And like it for me it was like, I don't know, is there something wrong with me? Like <laughs> what's going on? I can't find the reason like something that is actually sparking my interest. Like I get interested about this thing for like a few days or a month and then that's it. Like I went to school so many times, so many times. Like I have like four degrees and I like, it's just like nothing satisfied that curiosity and that like passion and not, nothing sparked that fire as much as like when I started asking these questions and realizing who I am and it's suddenly everything fits. So, of course, I don't have any doubts. <laughs> I love your focus on that. It's probably the easiest way for... for people to... understand the true nature is really just asking the biggest questions 
one of the main reasons why asking the biggest questions is not done is because we've invested so much time into this this lattice work in the mind and especially of being a separate mm -hmm. entity and that is ultimate arrogance of separating oneself completely from the creation that gave rise to you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. God, the assumption of a separate entity is so funny. Like the more you even look at it, it's like, wait, why, like, how can I even take pride in my thoughts? How can I even take pride in any of these things or say it's mine when I have no clue where they came from? I have no clue. They just pop out and like, or pop up in my mind. And then I like take pride in them or like say that they are me or like I did them. And ultimately you did, but not from this level of consciousness. You didn't do anything. Like you're just part of the dream. It's like, like do you think the trees like even care if it's snowing or raining or it's sunny? Like they don't care. It's like all part of the dream. Like the turtle comes out of like the ocean to go and like walk across the ocean to like put its eggs and then like the BB turtles come and they know they have to go to the ocean. Where did that come from? Like the arrogance of thinking that we know better than the intelligence that created us without even knowing how were we created. It's, it's very arrogant and it's very hilarious actually to think about it when you think you know anything. <laughs> As you said, out of these biggest questions, I really appreciated your focus on the who am I question, the classical contemplative approach of self-inquiry. And then also the, I love your power here too. I am not going to stop until I figure out how and why the universe was created. And I really feel like those are two of the biggest questions and in true earnest pursuit of those questions relentlessly the seeker will get exhausted because it will have the truth yielded and then the seeker's like fuck yeah got it yeah. <laughs> like, i'm good i'm absolute freedom i'm absolute perfection it's all love light unity at play with itself fuck yeah like, and then it's just, it's just chill. Like life is just chill and it's cool. And there's, there's no more of the, the patterns of behavior that cause malevolence and suffering and disaster and destruction. And it's just, more of I know the patterns and I know the behaviors that are the one intelligence playing with itself and I'm gonna non-attachedly shepherd that process and and then it's abundance and it's prosperity mm -hmm. and it's enlightenment and empowerment and gift actualization and play and dance and sing and nature and 
architecting all of the future technologies and protocols that enable these next kids that pop into the world to be able to enjoy the playground that it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a symphony. It's fun. We came here to play and we're just taking it so serious. And like by saying you came here to play, it doesn't mean being complacent, but we're it's like, have some fun, enjoy it. Like, do you know how lucky you are to be part of this, to be witnessing this, to be radiating this love and light into like this huge, like symphony, like everything is alive. Everything is playing and experimenting and having fun. We just like forget and we get like so serious about it. And then we start suffer and we start like, oh, how can I get out of the suffering that I created in the game that I am part of? It's so hilarious. <laughs> like, it's okay. I also love how you brought up the, the natural intelligence that is all around us. You know, Leonardo da Vinci said that nature is the best teacher. And mm -hmm. It's all around us all the time. And we're just not subtle enough or we're not slow enough to be able to detect it. Because mm -hmm. <clears throat> the mind is always trying to draw us to doing. And when we just relax into being, so much opens up and so many of these insights like what you described about trees and turtles and the really in the process of even us as as humans we become more subtle to things like in the law of one and what continue talks about with catalysts and distortions and really recognizing those things quicker mm -hmm. and at deeper layers of subtlety and course correcting and seeing myself the way that God sees me. Yeah. And that and that type of resonance there is what we're talking about and less of the separate arrogant energy. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, it makes a big difference when you just take a deep breath and lesson and just tune in for a second. Like stop arguing. It makes a huge difference. You become like humble and open and joyful and like a baby again. Like, yes. <laughs> like our true nature. Like right now we're just like arguing all the time and we think that like when we're mad at everything and we're mad at everyone. And we don't know that we're the ones creating all of that. <laughs> That's the irony of it. Shrook, <laughs> when did, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was actually gonna tell you, it's probably not a common thing you have on your show, but uh, can we take a minute break? <laughs> yeah, go go take a break. Yeah, take okay. a minute. Take a minute break, I'll be here. Okay. Okay, so you take a minute break and I'll hold the space of the show while until you come back. Yes, I give you the torch. Okay, <laughs> we'll see you in a little bit. Okay.
Hi, Atlas. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> With all the research and everything I've done, I have not been able to control my platter yet. So I'm still working on that one. <laughs> I'm glad that you're able to be relieved and it makes the <laughs> conversation more smooth. I agree. Yes, yes. Let's play with the calling. So when did people realizing how powerful they are come through? And tell us about the process of what that means to you. Really good question. So throughout the journey, um, I was very like, because because it, it was really interesting, right? Like I, I was asking these questions and I didn't know where these questions were leading me. So everything was unpredictable and everything was like, I don't even know if I'm up to something or not, but what I'm doing is interesting and I'm excited about it. So just, just keep going. Um, and it's i even like had this tarot reading once and i was very like down at that moment of like okay like i've been like doing this for a few months now <laughs> and like very impatient and i was like i've been doing this for a few months now and i still have not figured it out and uh, i want to and the message that i got was you're learning how to build up everything from scratch and I was like, okay, like that makes sense a little bit. Like I get it. And then when I got into like Bentinu's working and like his work and like everything, and I got introduced to the calling and especially that was like in the mentorship, like I didn't know my calling or what is the calling before the mentorship because um, I was like, okay, like I'm the one infant creator, like cool. Like <laughs> that's what I need to know, right? <laughs> Um, but then on like the mentorship, we started having like conversation about the calling and so on. And I had a conversation with Corey. Um, and, uh, she's like, you know, Corey, she's part of Ventino's team for the people who don't know. And, um, she asked me the first thing on the call, what's your calling? And I said, people realizing how powerful they are. And it just like came out of me. And, uh, and I was like, oh, like, I didn't even know if this is like, was like the right iteration of the calling or not. And she was like, usually it's like the first thing that comes out of you. And um, I start looking at like my lack beliefs and like my limitation and like the conditioning thoughts. And it was so obvious that it was everything, like any conditioning thought or any lack belief was the complete opposition of my calling. Like complete opposition. Like, I want you to realize how powerful you are, but if I'm insecure, I don't want you to realize how powerful you are. It was like very like opposition, and it was kind of crazy. I was like, wow, like this like makes things way more like it's very simple, right? Like now I can look at this thought or this action or this thing, and it's like, where is it coming from? Lack beliefs or my calling? Because it's making things so easy for me. And I started even looking at like my life and like everything. And I was like, yeah, I lived a journey that, or like I designed this incarnation to actually realize how powerful I am, like from the scratch up. And like, it's pure willpower. 
like we with our willpower we can do anything we can literally move mountains we can do anything with our willpower and i had to live that like i had to see i had to like conjure that up i had to live the opposition of that i had to see the opposition of that and how is that like where that would lead me to bring up this force of like that intention that brought me here and now like the more i'm constituted as my calling in every single minute or interaction or anything i see people light up like and without even me mentioning that my calling is people realizing how powerful they are they tell me that like they tell me like whenever i hang out with you or whenever we're having these conversations i feel powerful and I'm like, yeah, because I am constituted as my calling. I'm radiating this energy. Like, it's not about what I say. It's not about anything. It's about like having, having it as your North Star. And it's not about like the words even. It's about like that essence of it. Like that essence of you that is like, ah, oh, like I'm so lit up. I'm like so on top of the mountain right now. I am the one infinite creator experiencing the, itself like this. And I have all the power I want and I have all the limitations and it's fun. Like I get to experience the limitless in a limited environment. And it's, it's magnificent. It's amazing. So I really, really like the calling because it simplifies things and puts things into perspective and gets you, gives you a chance to tap into that essence of you, that frequency that like really lights you up. Did that answer your question? <laughs> Will you unpack more for us how on the other side of your calling you've found almost like the calling work is like the tree fruits and branches and then the core lack belief or weakness work is the roots of the reaching down to hell like very jungian in the sense of that the roots reach down to hell in order for the branches to reach the heavens and so that they're kind of like two sides of the same coin like mm -hmm. for me the core lack belief weakness is needing to be seen as the light bringer for all these metaphysical credits. Oh, look at that. Look at that Atlas character. Oh, it has the truth. Oh. It is a gold star, Atlas. <laughs> yeah. Gold star on forehead for the Atlas character. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. But on the other side is the my calling is people experiencing truth right so they play so beautifully into each other like that <laughs> it brings you back it's like whoop like now you're in alignment when you think of your calling because like all the other bullshit stuff is just like dragging you everywhere and then you think of your calling for a second and it's like whoop. okay mm -hmm. i'm good now <laughs> mm -hmm. um 
Yeah, I think actually the calling is the root. I, mm -hmm. it is the root. Like I get like the metaphor that you were saying of like, oh, it's like reaching down to hell and like one reaching up to the sky. But I think the calling is our root. We just picked up all these stuff on top of it and we thought it was just part of the tree, which is part of the tree. It's fine. We just, we agreed on that. Like we wanted that. <laughs> we were like, yeah, like I could have like stayed up like in up, right? I could have like stayed like in like harmony and peace and love and like not pick up any of these like struggles and lack beliefs and like define them negatively and so on. But I wanted that. I wanted to bring forth my calling through its opposition. And I wanted to feel helpless and not powerful and not have a say in anything and not taken care of and have to fend for myself to see that I am none of that and I'm all of it and it's I think it's beautiful like the whole design of like this third density incarnation is brilliant <laughs> it's like this not just the third density but like everything else but especially this one it's so brilliant it's like i'm gonna know myself through the opposition mm -hmm. like i'm gonna pick up everything that is not me and i'm gonna forget who me is and i'm gonna think that i am all these things so i can bring forth myself with like conviction devotion and logic and will and it's like you where else would you get that if we're like living in rainbows and butterflies all the time how like where else would you get that <laughs> and it's yeah and it like makes things very clear the very contrast is what brings clarity so the very contrast of identifying a core lack belief or a weakness is exactly what brings the clarity of purifying where one's coming from by repeatedly working on the roots of being one intelligence at play with itself rather than being a separate entity extracting from the creation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of analogies to play with on the roots and karma yoga is one of the best from thousands of years. Selflessly, selflessly serve no expectation whatsoever with the fruits like what bashar also said you know perpetually act in your highest excitement to the best of your ability zero insistence on the yeah. outcome and the fruits zero and i was on a call with mark yesterday and he was like zero zero He's like, not not 0.0001% insistence. And I was like, damn, this shit's lit. Like we're, we're like talking like, like in the thousandth decimal point. Like Yeah. <laughs> no chance. Like you have to be a, like an absolute zero. Because otherwise you suffer, right? 
and then like you go into like this whole like consequences of your actions and desires and like the the yes. wheel of like karma and the wheel of suffering and like all of these stuff and it's just because we are not an absolute zero Yes. We still have like this decimal thing right. like, <laughs> and, like, creeping in the background. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That's why I asked that question to Bentinho too on the on the forum with that new NLS perk that we're exploring with asking a question to Bentinho. It's really exciting because. what the answer that he's found for years and years and years of dealing with these sneakiest, cheekiest forms of conditioning and like what Mark was saying, like this thousandth decimal place of mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, I'm completely surrendered and non-attached. And then like in this tiniest, most hidden place, like speck of subatomic Oh, I have a little bit of insistence on the outcome. Like mm -hmm. that kind of stuff is going to be fascinating for us to explore. And it'll be interesting to hear what Bentinho and the rest of the team sort of have found to be these most sneaky, cheeky, like, like this is really interesting be probably because I'm, I would say that I'm kind of at this place where I'm trying to figure out what is sneaky and cheeky about, like about what's hiding here. Like I'm trying to figure this shit out. Like this is, it's like part of the fun game of the one intelligence looking, looking at itself and being like, okay, where am I still trying to extract? Like, like <laughs> It's, it's very clever. It's very clever. And you have to be vigilant, attentive, and aware so much. And, like, also balance it of, like, not judging these, like, nuances when they come. And, like, be a loving detective kind of. Like, oh, loving detective. I love that. <laughs> like, that's how I see myself. I, like, I love detective, like, work of, like, I'm going to analyze everything that's in me. Know yourself, right? Like, the stuff, not, like, your absolute self. You'll get there. But, like, as a starting point, you need to know, like, all the stuff that, like, you think it's you. And you just have to be vigilant about it, consistent with it, always give it your best, like 100% every single time when it comes up, to give it your best in like analyzing it, in loving it, in accepting it, in learning from it. And as Bentinius says, it's just the muscle. Like you start like noticing like higher level like nuances and like subtleties and like it gets more interesting right because it's like now we're stepping up <laughs> uh new level new devil <laughs> kind of thing <laughs> Ooh. Uh, a friend said that to me and i was like this is so true um but one thing that Bentinu said and it was such a relief for me on like the mirror talks was um something along these lines of course i'm paraphrasing um but like to always, always give it your all and always ask where you're coming from and always be like, fall in love with the journey. Fall in love with it because it's not, it's not a 
one night thing it takes time and each level you reach you get a new thing you get a new devil like on the screen right now like you get um it takes it takes work and time and you just have to fall in love with it like i had so much frustration at the beginning so much of like how long is this taking like when am i gonna get to the god state like come on <laughs> and like all these distortions and all these things like okay i've been like working hard for a few months and like i need to get like through this and when i heard him say that if like always like follow your seeking impulse and just fall in love with the journey Yes. Fall in love with the process because we created all of this for the process, not for the end result. We were the end result. And the more I fall in love with the process, the more I fall in love with the journey, the easier it becomes and the more fun it becomes. Because um, the way and the mentorship said that once, if I'm not playing, I'm not seeing as God sees. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I completely agree. <clears throat> Don't take it serious. <laughs> mm, so many good ones there. There's this one. We created it for the process, for the whole song slash dance, not for the last. Nope. Mm -hmm. I'm into that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not listening to this song to get to the three minute mark and just listen to the last note. Yeah. Yeah. And I love this one too. This one's great. If I'm not playing, I'm mm -hmm. not seeing as God sees. That's right. <laughs> and I love that intention. It's so it's so cool. It's like uh, it's like. Sri Aurobindo and the Mother Mira Alfasa talk about it, like taking on creator consciousness, like taking on the consciousness of being that which designed the universe to play with itself. Yeah. Yeah. The architect. Yes, yes. Yeah. Like, um, I told you this before, like, continue when we were doing the exercise of, like, if you see yourself as God sees you, what would you do or what would you change? And we all like wrote, like I like me personally, I was like, I would love myself so much. I wouldn't ever like judge myself. I would never, uh, I would like be like part of the symphony. It was like very romantic, right? And it's fine and it's great because it's like, this is the gap that I need to fill. But on the next call we had, he was like, if you really see yourself as God sees you, your answer would be, I'm gonna go create a solar system. Like, that's what you would do. Like, you are the architect. You're the designer. You want to play. You want to create. You want to experiment. And just give it all <laughs> every second. Yeah, from Mesh. It's a good one. If we were playing music with the intention of getting to the end, the fastest piano play player would be the best. That's so true. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Mesh and Alan Watts. Yes. <laughs> That's very true. It's like also like because we live in the, the civilization or our collective is like very because I didn't use I didn't use to enjoy the process at all. Like I was impatient. I was 
always want to get to the next thing. I can see what I need to do and I want to like jump into it and like all of this. And the, when I looked at like the environment or our collective, when I was like contemplating on all these like big um, concept was like, oh, we live in an instant gratification environment where everything you need, everything you want is like given to you very fast. They so like you don't even enjoy the process of like how was that coffee made from like the beginning of like or what is like this animal that I am eating or like what is this thing of like we just see the final product, we see we see the final version of things without appreciating all the work and all the process and all the things that happened to get you this. And I was like, okay, like I need to stop looking at the word as a final product. I need to start looking at it as a process that everything generated this. I am that which generates this divine play for myself and undergoes the process of forgetting that I did said process and then remembering that I did said process <laughs> across endless oddities. <laughs> Meanwhile, I never go on any odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> and within that process you get so mad at yourself <laughs> and you call yourself god and you get mad so mad at yourself like why did you do that to me <laughs> it's so funny shuruk how do you see people realizing their power moving forward what's the optimal way for is it via the self-realization and self-actualization processes? I think just ask questions. Mm, like, just the ask, questions. Yeah, like even like if it started with small questions, just ask questions. And because we also like where the collective is at right now, it's very polarized, right? So like whenever you're asking a question, it's very like, can easily be boxed into like, oh, now I'm like becoming crazy or now I'm like, oh, um, turning to this side or turning to that side, or this is a conspiracy theory or whatever. Just take all of that out of your mind and between you and yourself, even though there's only one of you, just sit down and start asking questions. Start asking, why do you do the things you do? Why are you even like saying these words right now? As simple as that and it starts, it, gets bigger and you start how powerful you start realizing how powerful you are and that you have the power of choice in every single second and that makes a shift when you realize that you are the painter of everything it mm. makes a big shift mm. yeah
I really love the focus on the questions. I think it's so, so beautiful. It's like, even if you are in a very matrixy, scripty style day to day, just even that tiny little, okay, if I take the single question of why am I here? What's the point of the universe? And if I just begin, even if it's just at the beginning with a little bit of earnestness, just beginning to navigate that, it'll more and more unfreeze the will, it'll more and more gain spiritual mass. One unites with the intelligence that is always present, but that seems to be lost. Yeah. So I'm glad that I'm glad that you mentioned that because it's it's really that simple at the level of just asking oneself a question to get oneself unfrozen of those scripts and more and more turned inward investigating. Yeah. yeah. The loving detective, huh? <laughs> the loving detective. God, that was such a good one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's because you are choosing it in every minute, you are making decisions, you're just autopiloting, and then you have opinions about a lot of things through that autopiloting. And if you just, how I always saw it was that, like a scene on Grand Central in New York, that's how I imagined it, right? With like everyone like running everywhere and it's like so crowded and you just like stand there in like stillness between like everyone just like running around. And so, that's asking questions where you're like, wait a minute, I need to stop, what's going on? And it opens doors that when you ask a question, a clear question to yourself or like higher self is like, Benjini said that, there's like there's, they have to respond. If you are clear, if you have conviction, if you are dedicated, it will, you will get the answer in one way or another. It's just up to your own free will. Do you want to know or you don't want to know? The answers are out there, out there, right? They're all inside of you. But you just need to start asking. That's been one of my favorite activities also, like you described, which is basically you can even do this at home when you're just walking you're on your way to do something and you just literally stop yeah <laughs> just like do that and then like he'll kind of like re establish yourself in the essence of the one intelligence in a way that's more playful and also more in awe rather than like following actions you're almost taking the time to be like like we made an 
internet in this stream to talk to each other no. <laughs> to talk to myself like, <laughs> like. <laughs> like appreciating all the little things like all the experiences you're having in like this like vehicle right or like this human body it's like even like the ability to like have sensations or like smell something or like see something or like look at like as you said like the, the creating internet and this dream to talk to each other even though it's just a monologue like we're having a monologue right now <laughs> it's like consciousness talking to itself but we created all these distortions within that to have all these different kind of experiences and all the, these different kind of point of views and that's why like i love that like Ventinia said this before like even though it is a dream the dream is so relevant like enjoy the dream but know that you're dreaming like know that this is just consciousness talking to itself and it's like has all these forms and all of the like this cup this shirt this headphones that you have on like all this stuff and that doesn't even exist right now because we're just dreaming <laughs> but enjoy it you did that yeah There's nothing right now that is more beautiful than this Atlas costume talking to the true costume about the one intelligence at play with itself. There was just, I couldn't, I couldn't create anything more beautiful than what's happening right now and to like melt truly into that you know, that's what we're talking about with the one heart that's what we're talking about with spirituality that's what we're talking about with this divine shift into that realignment and then this non-attachment to shepherding the awakening in this dream and so i would highly recommend for those listening that have enjoyed the conversation with sharuk and i to also check out the other conversations with the no limits society members that we have a playlist on our channel for you can check that out you can check out the link in the bio below to civilizationupgraders.com forward slash society sharuk do you have social platforms that you have people follow you i have my instagram yeah uh i don't post a lot there but it's yeah it's first name last name sharuk yul mahdi just the handle. Perfect. We'll have the link in the bio below to Sharuk's Instagram. And do you feel content? Would you like to say anything else prior to wrapping? I am very happy that we're having this monologue and we're, <laughs> we're playing. <laughs> it's so much fun. Me too. Um, and it's like really cool to like talk to myself in this amazing form that you are and contemplate on what we created. So it's been yeah. so much fun to have me to have me on your show. Um, I enjoyed every conversation <laughs> of it. <laughs> Wait, the simulation is glitching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like, yeah, Sharuk and I are at the beginnings of a very beautiful friendship and it'll be exciting to see how this 
continues unfolding. Yeah. Come. I am yeah. really glad that I met this individuated spark of the infinite creator. And yes. 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 <laughs> yes. There's a lot of play when our shards reflect. Yes, our shards reflect. It's I fun. like that. It's fun. Cool. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Infinite love. We're super grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We would love for you to like the video if it brought you value, helps the algorithm. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't yet. Also leave us a comment below with your thoughts on the episode and people realizing their power would love to hear from you. And share the episode with people that you feel like this would resonate with and make positive impact on. And that is all. Thanks, Sharuk. Thanks, Atlas. <laughs> we okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna end the stream and we'll stay in the studio. <laughs>